It's a sight to see. Twice a year, cranes descend on the Dars Peninsula, on Germany's Baltic coast, to build the reserves for the journeys ahead. In fall, before heading south for the winter, and in spring, en route back to their nesting areas. Biodiversity researcher Marie-Jan Strucke from the UN Environment Programme is here to observe this natural wonder, alongside crane expert Jörg Schmiedel. Now I see a few cranes on that island. There'll be a constant stream of them flying in until after sundown. Once they're all gathered, they can rest, protected by the island. There's a boat passing by. A lot of people come to see the cranes, especially here, right? Absolutely. All the ferry companies are fully booked at this time of year. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that bother the birds? This is supposed to be a nature reserve, isn't it? Are the boats allowed that close? The boating's allowed here, so he's doing it right. But it's important that the national park wardens show their faces now and again. Not that they go around arresting people, but they do tell them in no uncertain terms that bad behaviour could be disastrous for the region's economic livelihood. As many as 90,000 cranes can be spotted during their stopover on the Dars Peninsula, a fact that has an interesting historical background. This area lies inside the maritime border of the former East Germany. As a result, large parts of the western Pomerania lagoon area were restricted, with few local residents and little economic activity. That left plenty of space and peace and quiet for the cranes. During the Cold War, the coast was lined with watchtowers, installed to prevent East German citizens from escaping to the west. But wildlife enjoyed complete freedom of movement. Fortunately for the cranes, after the fall of the Iron Curtain, wide sections of the former border that once divided Germany were turned into nature reserves, now known as the Green Belt. Today, more than 30 years after German reunification, only a few watchtowers remain. This one in Klausdorf offers tourists a perfect view of the coast. Oh, that's some view. That's lovely. And you can see the Green Belt clearly from here, too. Yes, indeed. We're on the edge of northern Mecklenburg-Vorpommern. Out there you can see the islands of Bock, Hiddensee and finally Rügen. This is the furthest north you can get on the mainland. The western Pomerania lagoon area is a national park governed by strict regulations to ensure the beaches here stay pristine. That wasn't always the case. Setting up the national park was in fact one of the last acts of the old East German government before its dissolution on October 1, 1990, two days before reunification. Since then, Annette Storm has been an active advocate of environmental protection for the lagoon region. Okay, Annette, tell me a little about your job. What do you actually do? I'm the chair of the National Park Development Association. And as soon as reunification began to take shape, we said we really want to do something for nature here. And we teamed up with friends to found our association. There were already roundtables for political change, so the founding of the National Park was actually something born from the will of the people. Nowadays, hardly anyone questions the National Park concept. Quite the opposite. The worst critics have become our supporters because they've seen it benefits them as well. Here on this stretch of coast, you can still find pieces of amber, fossilized remnants of old pine, oak and red beech trees. The Dars forest has been left untouched by human activity. 
and the wetland climate and nature preservation has drawn a huge variety of species. Wetlands like this are becoming increasingly rare in Central Europe, but they're essential to the cranes. When they return here in spring from the south, the habitat offers safety and food after a long migration. Some birds' offspring are even born here. Cranes are thought to have a special emotional pull on humans, making them an effective symbol for conservation. Cranes basically need wetlands all year round. While they rest here, they need to sleep. They stand in the shallows to protect themselves from predators. The wetlands are even more important for reproduction. The cranes build their nests on firm ground. And to be out of reach of predators, like foxes here in Germany, they have to be surrounded by water. As such, the crane is a great creature for the wetland preservation cause due to its visibility. Germany's National Crane Conservation Group tracks the birds closely. Some of the chicks are ringed and fitted with GPS transmitters to learn more about their migratory routes and behavior. At Lake Günze, maize and wheat are laid out for the birds, which also diverts the streams of human visitors. International bird watchers can see the cranes without disturbing them. Marie-Jon Strücker meets up with conservationist Günther Nowald here at one of the biggest crane rest stops in the world. The former East German border has undergone a complete makeover here by the Baltic Sea. The region has managed to develop conservation, tourism and the local economy in harmony, while also preserving the crane's habitat.